Hey, it's Jason with the Marketing Podcast Network. As a business-to-business marketer, your needs are unique. B2B buying cycles are long and your customers face incredibly complex decisions. Isn't it time you had a marketing platform built specifically for you? LinkedIn ads empower marketers with solutions for you and your customers. LinkedIn ads allow you to build the right relationships, drive results, and reach your customers in a respectful environment. On LinkedIn, you'll have direct access to and build relationships with decision makers. Of the 875 million users on the network, 180 million are senior-level executives, 10 million are C-level executives. You will also be able to drive results with targeting and measurement tools built specifically for B2B, and they work. Audiences exposed to brand messages on LinkedIn are six times more likely to convert. LinkedIn Ads is also ranked number one for security, community, and ad experience as part of Business Insider's Digital Trust Study. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash MPN and claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash MPN. Terms and conditions apply. Freelancing and online marketing often looks ideal from the outside, but what's inside? Many time-consuming challenges. SEMrush offers over 50 tools and reports to assist you in every step of your routine, from competitive and keyword research to link building and technical SEO. SEMrush is your digital team member. Let's hit it off. Grab your free trial today and see measurable results. Go to bit.ly slash SEMrushMPN. That's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash S-E-M-Rushmpn. You're listening to the business of podcasting. And on this show, we focus on the money side of podcasting. Some of the top industry experts come on the show to tell us how they have monetized their shows. This means you get access to real stories and real life strategies that have benefited podcasters for the last 10 to 15 years. You also get access to solo content where you learn how to monetize your own show and you learn really in-depth strategies to make money from your podcast. So if you want to monetize your podcast, subscribe now. So is it possible to monetize your podcast before you have 20 episodes? This is something that I talk about in nauseam and upcoming book, The Business of Podcasting. Make sure you check it out in the description link down below. And it's really important to understand that when it comes to making money from your show, it's all about leverage. Now, the reality is most podcasters aren't going to be able to make money early on because they don't have the right leverage. It's not to say you don't have any leverage. You don't have the right leverage and you have to understand how to use it. Simply setting yourself up saying, yeah, I want this sponsor. I want to sell this product. It's not going to get you the outcome that you want. It's going to take a lot more than you talking about the companies you want to work with. And you definitely can't take the normal route of just making a course. I see so many podcasters that try to build by just setting up a course. And that's not the smartest thing to do because you don't even have an audience yet. You haven't built a community. You don't have a connection with anybody. Like you don't do anything to where you would have a ton of people connected to you and they will want to work with you. So it's really, really vital for you to have the right foundation before you take that leap to go make some product. There's so many other steps you can take to monetize early on, and that's what we're going to get into today. So the first thing you need to focus on when you're trying to monetize your show, and this is before 20 episodes, this is before you even launch. First thing you got to understand is your overall bigger purpose. Like, what do you want this to look like long term? 
And what I mean by that is what's your main monetization strategy you're going to focus on? Because that ultimately determines your path. Now, one path you could say is I'm going to work as an affiliate and I'm going to work with brands and I'm going to build the right relationships. And that works really, really well. And I think that path is smart. It's not the only one. It's smart, though, because you can promote a ton of other companies that have more trust with your audience than you do. And that actually helps you build trust instead of trying to make products and provide services early on. You can rely on other brand names and other communities to generate revenue. It'll only be 10, 20 percent of sales, but that's what it is. And I think this path is for the people who don't really want to build products, who don't want to have a service. You know, if you're not interested in going that route and long term, you want to be sponsored. The best way for you to start is to be an affiliate. Now, I'm not saying you're going to be a lifelong affiliate. This is just to set the foundation, just setting you up for success in the long run. Most people do this process wrong, whereas they skip this part of building relationships, learning how to be sponsored, like how to present a brand on your show, how to communicate the products you work with to your audience. It's so many layers to being sponsored. And people just think, oh, you get money and you talk about this brand for a couple minutes. It's not like that. It takes more effort. And truthfully, some sponsorships don't take a lot of effort. You can pre-record to add once and place it in your shows. It depends. But the reality is you as a podcaster have to be ready for that. So if that's the path you want to take of being sponsored, the best way you for, for you to get started in terms of generating revenue, even when your show is small, is to be an affiliate. Now, on the flip side of that, we got the people who want to provide a service or sell a product. It could be digital. It could be a local business, whatever. If you're selling products or making products and stuff, the best way for you to get started on making money is a small product, low tier. Now, I say this simply because you don't have the trust yet to go out there and sell the super high ticket stuff. Like I know the gurus will tell you sell high ticket and all of that and chase that money. But the reality is, if you're just now launching a show, you don't have a community, you've never done whatever you're doing for the like you haven't done it yet. So nobody's going to pay you that price. You could say it and all of that stuff and it's going to sound good, but people are not going to pay you that top, top dollar. And it's OK. I think the whole get paid with your worth movement is kind of overrated at this point, S simply because so many people rely on that to get money that they really, truly haven't earned. And I can say that with confidence because very few people build the skills to make them more valuable or learn new strategies or try new tactics to make them more valuable. Now, when you do that, then you can charge more. You've built that leverage up or you go to other route of building leverage when it comes to products and services by getting other people to use your products and services and give you the reviews. If you haven't done either of those two. I'm sorry, you're probably not going to be making a ton of money selling those high ticket services. Like just because you say it's worth a thousand dollars doesn't mean everybody else is going to believe it. There are a lot of other elements to go into selling high ticket, not just raising the price. Like, yes, you should raise your price, but don't just randomly raise it for no reason. Because if I'm your client and we work together for, let's say, three months and your price was two thousand. Now you switch in this thirty five hundred. OK, but why? What changed? What did you do better? What are you doing different now? And when I ask podcasters about this, they're trying to sell products. They're always like, well, nothing yet. 
well then you shouldn't be changing the price you don't get to just change the price just because you want to that's not logical it's one of those things where you can do it because you want to but the consequences could hurt your business a lot now this lower tier product that you're going to make should be a master class specifically because master classes first of all they lead your prospects into the other products and services that you have if I buy a master class on the basics of real estate and it is, let's say, 50 bucks, that's going to set me up to now be prepared and interested in the next level real estate course that you have because it all ties together. And so many people skip this step because everybody's in love with selling the most expensive thing. People leave a lot of money on the table and a lot of customers because everybody isn't going to want to buy that one thousand dollar thing from your front. Like, yeah. Out of 100 people, you'll probably get a couple. But isn't it smarter to serve everybody where they are? Like, I think having a master class allows it to where multiple people can experience your brand and experience your teaching style and see if you have something to really offer them. That's why having that product under $100 is so important. Because that product for me, I'm not, I don't care about the money. When I sell the book, The Business of Podcasting, it's not about the money there because I want to serve people first, obviously. But secondly, I now understand that when you put out those products that lower tier, it's to build familiarity, it's to build no like and trust. It's to build brand. You build all of that by serving people. So some of my courses that I have that are 20 bucks, that are 40 or 50 dollars are there for that reason. Because when I sell that to somebody, they now come back and they will buy a $200 product and then 300 and then 500 and so on. And to me, that's more beautiful. Like for me, I think if you're on the business side and you want to make money from products or services, the best thing you should focus on is making your one client more profitable. The more one customer you work with, make them more profitable, meaning you provide more value to them as your one customer. Because... When you do that, they're more likely to become a brand ambassador for you, right? That's the power. That's the long-term impact that you have when you're not just focused on getting a ton of new customers. You focus on the people that are right there. You give them a book of your energy. So when you have a masterclass, you're serving your people. You know, it's a, it's a form of service because whenever somebody is interested in getting started or they need help with the basics and stuff, you can have a masterclass that helps them. That's literally all I do with podcasting. And I have a podcast launch course. I have not sold it in maybe three years. Now I just give it away to people for free. When I speak at events, I tell people, hey, I got this one for you. It'll be perfect. Boom, here you go. And I give it to them for free. The funny thing is I can say 80% of the people that I give free things to come back and buy something. I think that's just how the, the world works. But if you're so focused on the money and outcome and uh, financial sense, it's difficult, man. It's hard to actually focus on everything that matters. We have a unique ability to really teach people something valuable and help them. And the approach you take to it in terms of monetizing is up to you. And I think that's why so many people got to understand where they start. Like, and where are you going? Like, what's the purpose? Because you don't want to be one of those people that's 25 episodes in and you're just now thinking about how you're going to make money from it. Like, once you put effort into your podcast, you should be focused on making money from it.
Like you should be doing what it takes to get paid. And I know most people say they don't care and all of that, but they only don't care because they can't get the money that they want. So then they try to make it seem like I never wanted it anyways. When you did, you just didn't qualify. And it, it, it frustrated me as a podcaster myself because I know so many hosts that could get paid and make good money, but they don't simply due to fear that it won't work out or they'll lose their current situation. And I mean, I, I understand. So if you want to get paid podcasting, you got to choose your path, which way are you going? And I want to give you a pro tip here because I know the first thing people think is, well, you talked about that, but not the other stuff. Look, when it comes to getting your customers, right, your first customers and you're doing products and services, you got to make sure you focus on the people that are your customers. Like I, I read a couple articles about startups where they try to get their friends and family as their first customers and the product dies simply because those people don't use it. So truthfully, friends and family should not be your first customers. You want your first customers to be raving fans, people that are going to love it, you know, the, the geeks about it. Like now I have podcast companies that I reach out to or that reach out to me, actually. And we talk all the time and I try out software and stuff and they know if they can get somebody like me, a podcast guy to like it, to use it, then they have a good product. And so that's the same way you want to treat your master classes. Now, in terms of the sponsorship slash affiliate side, over there, you want to make sure you're aligning yourself with the right brands. You know, if you wouldn't see yourself working with that brand in 10 years, you shouldn't like shop. With, you shouldn't work with them at all simply because you want to build those long term relationships. That's how sponsorships work. It's all about who, you know, because even if they don't sponsor you in this month, when you ask them to, you had that conversation. If you build the right relationship, you can go back and they'll be ready to work with you. They will probably come and look for you. And it's just, it's so important that you choose your path early on. That's why I said 20 episodes, like before 20, you got to have this part figured out or you're going to waste a ton of time and a ridiculous amount of money. You may know you're listening to this show along the marketing podcast network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Smallwood hosts a great podcast called Small Business Success Talk. Christy. Tell us what these fine folks will get out of listening. Well, you get the feeling of not being alone and building a small business. <laughs> My guests have shared their success stories, their biggest challenges, their best practices, the passion for what they do, and what success really means for them. It's a mix of mindset, heart, and how-tos for the small business community to learn from each other. Awesome. Where can people subscribe? You can go to smallbusinesssuccesstalk.biz, or you can find the show at marketingpodcasts.net, or you can search for small business success talk wherever you get your podcasts you heard her go subscribe this podcast is heard along the marketing podcast network for more great marketing podcasts visit marketingpodcasts.net